Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to Branching Out, an upbeat, friend-building, Christian-uniting ministry. Branch Living is part of Infusing Faith Ministries and is a Christian life planning ministry, and this podcast, Branching Out, is part of Branch Living. In each podcast, we focus on our Branch Living message, share interesting stories related to our faith, and offer prayers and praise that you give us or that we hear along the way. We podcast once each week, and each episode is about 15 to 20 minutes in length. So thank you for joining us, and let us join the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this holy week. We thank you for the gift of your Son. This is the most important gift, the most significant gift we will ever receive in our lives, Lord. And we acknowledge that and thank you today and praise you for this. We know the trials and tribulations Christ went through the suffering he went through, his death, to bring us everlasting life, which means we get to live with you. And for this gift, Father, we give you all glory and praise. Amen. Well, happy Easter, everyone. What a wonderful and holy day we have to celebrate together. And uh, today, my Branch Living message focuses on finding the majesty of Easter. One aspect of our culture that I find puzzling is how it takes the glorious and attempts to reduce it to the ordinary. We take the day that commemorates our Savior's rising from the dead to give us eternal life, and we celebrate it with colored eggs and bunnies. Don't get me wrong, I love chocolate bunnies. I look forward to coloring eggs. But somehow the majesty of this day often gets hidden behind the mundane. This year, I am determined to enter Easter in in the full glory of Easter. I realize that without a plan, without intentionally entering the spirit of this holy day, I too will miss, miss its majesty. So here are some ways I've decided to enter the holiness of this day to the fullest. First is by attending church. I look forward to being with fellow believers inside the church without masks and fully celebrating this day with them sharing the story. This year, my six grandkids will be with us, and I look forward to discussing with them the true meaning of Easter. Saying thank you throughout Holy Week, but especially on Easter, I will praise God and thank Him for loving me so much that He died for me, a gift freely given, a gift I don't deserve. Four, remembering. Each time I see new life around me, the daffodils, the budding trees, the tips of green leaves emerging on the branches, I will remember that I too have been given new life in Christ. Reflecting. This is one area I'm trying to better discipline myself to do, to take time to pause and to reflect. How do I want to show God my appreciation for this new life? How can I better represent Him in this world? So taking time during this holy season to reflect. So join me and pause and reflect on the majesty of this season. It is the most holy of days. It is a celebration of our greatest gift. It is new life, eternal life with God. I will end with the lyrics to my favorite Easter hymn, written by Charles Wesley, Christ the Lord is risen today. Christ the Lord is risen today. 
Alleluia. Sons of men and angels say, Alleluia. Raise your joys and triumphs high, Alleluia. Sing ye heavens and earth reply, Alleluia. Lives again our glorious King, Alleluia. Where, O death, is now thy sting, Alleluia. Once he died our souls to save, Alleluia. Where thy victory, O grave, Alleluia. Love's redeeming work is done, Alleluia. Fought the fight, the battle won, Alleluia. Death in vain forbids him rise, Alleluia. Christ hath opened paradise, Alleluia. Soar we now where Christ hath led, Alleluia. Following our exalted head, Alleluia. Made like him, like him we rise, Alleluia. Ours the cross, the grave, the skies, Alleluia. Hail the Lord of earth and heaven, Alleluia. Praise to tell to thee both by both be given, Alleluia. Thee we greet triumphant now, Alleluia. Hail the resurrection, thou, Alleluia. And last, King of glory, soul of bliss, Alleluia. Everlasting life is this, Alleluia. Thee to know, thy power to prove, Alleluia, thus to sing and thus to love. Alleluia. So have a blessed Easter, each and every one. And I hope you get to hear that song because, of course, we all know that song and the Alleluia is far more um, powerful when you stretch it out in song. It's just a beautiful song um, and I just look forward to it every single year. Um, so I'm going to tell you a little story that's called the e An Easter Story. And it comes to us from North Star Church, um, and it is a blog, northstarchurch.com. And this story was dated March 24th, 20 of 2016. And so it starts with the scripture from um, the NLT version of the Bible, Matthew 20, 17 through 19. As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples aside privately and told them what was going to happen to him. Listen, he said, we're going up to Jerusalem where the Son of Man will be betrayed to the leading priests and the teachers of the religious law. They will sentence him to die, and then they will hand him over to the Romans to be mocked, flogged with a whip, and crucified. But on the third day, he will be raised again from the dead. What does Easter mean? Have you ever taken a few minutes to reflect on what Easter means to you? For many, Easter is a time when we remember Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. It is a time when we tap a little deeper into our spirituality and we take time to make church an important part of the day. Easter is a time we spend with family. But go back 2,000 years to the very first Easter and reflect on what Easter meant to one biblical figure, Mary Magdalene. And this story is found in John 21 through 18. Mary was not celebrating. There was only sorrow and grief. She was still in shock because Jesus had been crucified and killed. 
Mary goes to the tomb while it is still dark. And when she arrives at his tomb, the huge stone covering the tomb is rolled away and the tomb is empty. The body is gone. But then a man appears, presumably the gardener, and he asks her, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? We can relate, can't we? When people ask us who or what we are looking for, our answer would include, I need someone to love me or to share my life with or to make my life complete. I'm looking for someone to tell me I am cancer free. I need someone to talk some sense into my kids. I need someone to sort out my finances. I'm looking for someone to give my life meaning and purpose beyond just existing. And then as Mary stands there in shock and in sadness, Jesus specifically calls her by name, Mary. And she recognizes Jesus who was dead and now has rose from the dead. And suddenly for Mary, Easter changes everything, everything. Her sorrow has turned to joy, her despair into hope, and death has turned to life. Easter changes everything for Christians today too. We know that life is stronger than death, love is stronger than hate, hope is stronger than despair. We know that Christ is risen and is with us. We know how, God, how much God loves us. We know what it means to experience new life, even in small ways in our daily lives. And we know that nothing is ever beyond the power of God's grace. Yes, Easter changed everything for the followers of Jesus. The resurrection revealed for anyone who may have doubted, even after seeing him perform all sorts of miracles, who Jesus really was. Nothing is impossible for God, and it offered a preview of the kind of life that awaits all who believe in him. And so as I said that um, one of the things I plan to do this Easter season is to reflect. Uh, the author of this blog gives us a couple of things to reflect on and two of them are, how does Easter change everything for you? How does Easter give meaning to all of our days? And then take a few minutes and reflect on Easter and the impact of Jesus dying and rising again on your life. So amen to that. Jesus and Easter change everything. Um, I'm going to end with a prayer for Easter Sunday. This is from Scotty Smith, and it is from the gospelcoalition.org, a prayer for Easter. And he starts off with 1 Peter 1 through 6, 1, 1 through 1, 3 through 6a in the NIV Bible. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this, you greatly rejoice. And again, that's from 1 Peter. Exalted and resurrected Jesus, we join the Apostle Peter's bold declaration of living hope and great joy. For you have risen from the dead 
and this good news changes everything. Because of your resurrection, we are neither afraid to die or to live. We're not hapless vagabonds on earth. We're hope-filled children of God. We're no longer enslaved to our sins. We are now wrapped in your righteousness. Those who've gone to sleep in you aren't slumbering in the void. They're rejoicing in your presence. Hallelujah. Because of your resurrection, we are less to be pitied than anybody and more to be grateful than everybody. You are the first fruits and guarantee of a whole new order, the new creation, the dominion of redemption and restoration. Everything sad will come untrue and all broken things will be made new. And oh, how we long for that day. Because of your resurrection, you are already reigning as King of Kings, Lord of Lords, all evil dominions, wicked authorities, and malevolent prayers now stand defeated, and one day they will be fully eradicated. Hallelujah, many times over. Jesus, your death is the death of death, and your resurrection is the resurrection of all things. You died for our sins and have been raised for our justification. Oh, the wonder, marvel, gratitude, that fills our hearts today. We are forgiven, we are beloved, and we are yours. In light of this living hope and compelling love, this measureless grace and eternal inheritance, free us for spending the rest of our days living and loving to your glory. So very amen, we pray Jesus, in your resurrected and reigning name. What a beautiful prayer, really for any time, but especially for this Easter time. And so um, I'm going to end with that. And we are taking um, just a respite, a time away from the podcast. And we'll be reflecting on how we should kind of have a rebirth of the podcast and what that will look like and how we want to make this new. So um, we'll have a pause here now. If you'd like to stay in touch with us, and we certainly hope you will, just go to branchliving.com and sign up for our weekly blog. It is the Branch Living message that I podcast each week. That will still be put on the website, branchliving.com. You can subscribe to it and get it by newsletter. It will also always be on Branch Living's Facebook page where we have an international community and it would be a privilege to have you join us. So do join us there and encourage your friends and family to join us as well because together we are stronger. And until we come back together, stay close to God, stay in touch, and I will chat with you again soon.